forever. Dog. Family secrets always get out. This week on the podcast, D.E. Atkins's Swans in the Mist. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing Swans in the Mist by D.E. Athkins, the 2006 Point Pulse gothic V.C. Andrews light mm-hmm. novel that I had never heard of before. I had never in my life laid eyes on or heard of the words together, Swans in the Mist. i would never have thought to put those words together no no but i mean that title is so evocative of the feeling of this book i fucking loved this book it definitely delivered (laughs) it It could have delivered harder it it like definitely didn't cross any lines that vc andrews like made it her business to cross Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there is no actual sex between the main character and her uh, kidnapping, well, uh, holding her captive father figure. Um, I she never made him somebody that I was like, oh, kind he's of sexy. Into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was disgusted by him. I was time. truly, yeah. I was just really, really horrified by him the entire time. Um, so it's like, uh, VC non problematic VC Andrews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I, another thing that it does that VC Andrews books kind of don't. A lot of times the main characters in V.C. Andrews books, with some exceptions, are very helpless. They have like no – they're kind of just like drifting from one thing to another and they're very like externally affected or affected by things externally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> namely, and also they fall in love with their abusers. Yes. And, and namely, yes, the things affecting them the most are their abusers and like uh, they um, – uh, like are very easily affected by literally any man in their lives. Yes. Um, which I mean, in and of itself is a commentary on like, that is true. That is something that happens to people. And like, yes, yeah, um, that's real now. So it's not to dismiss, you know, someone, you know, I think we've that all version been, of the story. Right. Yeah. This character though, she was so funny. Like she was this from the second she met this guy, she was like, I am repulsed. He is fucking disgusting. I fucking hate him. I'm going to do everything I can to just like make him uncomfortable and like do all this shit. Like, and the shit that she does too is like, she's got a little bit, she's got, dare I say, spunk. When yes. she purposely Without kisses him on the cheek and shit, annoying. I was like, girl, dangerous. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the little moments where she can tell that he is like repulsed by being touched. So mm-hmm. she'll just like do very casual touching. Yep. Or when he's like, he hates perfume. And so she like douses herself in fucking perfume. Like, yeah, that day that he forces her hand to shoot the pigeon. Mm. I was like, I'm done with this man. I I don't even want him to be attractive. (laughs) No, I was completely repulsed by him. I don't want any kind of relationship between these two. And I love how fully realized his derangement was. Like, because we... We experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting how he, he likes to touch only under specific circumstances, but hates being touched. Yes. Yes. It's only when he has control 
it's a very like I'm gonna paint you as a <laughs> I'm gonna paint you as a painted Jezebel. Uh, and then I'm going to hate you for the power that that has over me. Uh-huh. I'm going to be mad at you for my boner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, B- boner blame. Boner blame. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, okay, it was so funny because, like, I want to say 50% of the way through the book, I was like, wow, where are we going to go from here? And then... It goes. <laughs> it goes. I was like, oh, my God. I was like... Okay, so she's going back to school. Huh, mm-hmm. I wonder what's going to happen when she's done with school. So I guess she comes yeah. back to the house and then, nope, she's locked in a tower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me read. this full room now. Mm-hmm. Read the back of the book. Yes, I'm going to read the back of the book. Um, but yeah, like it, it was, I was like, how's she going to get back to the house? And then it was like, oh. Oh, she's never leaving. I she's see. never leaving the house. Okay. <laughs> okay. Till death do us part. Lida Marling is thrilled when Lily, her older sister and only living relative, gets married. Incorrect. That's not she's true. not. No. Not true at all. She's uh, suspicious. She's instantly suspicious. The wealthy she Jason. Be. She should be. The wealthy Jason Ducat, Lily's new husband, has children from a previous marriage, and Lida hopes to find a place in their family. She's so happy to become part of their lives. Lily? No, maybe. Not Lida. No, yeah. Lida hopes to find a place in their lives. She's so mm-hmm. happy to become part of their lives that she That's manages to overlook the many strange yeah. and not quite right aspects of life in this, the Ducat household. This is, is, this is a lie. This is a lie. She gets there and she's immediately, she's read everyone instantly and is like, mm, no, thank you. I want no part of this. I will be just biding my fucking time during this week yes. here. And then I hope never to see these people again. <laughs> Literally every detail Lida has an extreme opinion on and it is negative. She's like, and it is correct. Ugh. And it's correct. She's like, oh, no locks on the doors. Weird. Oh, no perfume allowed. Okay. Weird. Not allowed to take baths. Like, okay. Weird. Like she literally, yeah, the everyone. No afternoon bath rule is so oh my funny. God. And then that fucking dinner that she has, like, that first night was so funny. I was dying laughing. Um, it was basically, like, it's so, like, Rebecca restrained. D- deranged. Rebecca? Okay. Also, were you shocked at, like, how graphically? I mean, because I thought this was a book for teens. Because it's the one sex scene. Yeah. Yeah. And, there's and it a, is, like, it. it's, like, you're not seeing it, but it is brutal like the rhythmic pounding yeah, that she's and the like grunting noises ugh, that you're i was hearing. like y'all i yeah. was actually repulsed by the relationship between rebecca and jason i was repulsed by all of jason's relationships <laughs> oh my god yes him and um victoire <laughs> also the name victoire oh my is god so funny <laughs> oh my god the hummingbird's back he Lindsay. named his daughter victoire <laughs> Oh my god! Sorry, there's a hummingbird. Tell it I say hi. Uh, it's like it's like <laughs> chirping and fluttering. Now Smokey actually cares flirting about with it. your cat. Yeah, he's he actually is interested. Okay, interesting. Um, okay, it left. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> the Victoire is such a funny. Oh, but remember, Victoire is a VC Andrews character who, who like is like has been yes, um, groomed. Mm-hmm. Completely Truly indoctrinated. Groomed. Completely yeah. groomed. Um, they, the author does a good job of mm-hmm. making it fairly clear that there is some sort of sexual relationship between them. I think as of yet unconsummated is my theory. I think so. Without ever fucking talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like you never have to see any of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just like, it's, it's like 
it's but almost time. Yeah, for it's her, gonna happen. Basically, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, he's like, "You're gonna become a woman," and I was like, "Ew, let's not." Ew, 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 ew. Also, oh yeah, and he keeps calling her almost perfect. I'm like, "What's that?" Yeah. Um, also, the author does it. I think this might be D- Deathkins' best book. The author does a great job of making Victoire like someone that you and the main character like feel sorry for, but at the same time, fucking, it's hate. like. Jesus Christ, you're so fucking annoying. Like, stop with this shit. You're so, like, she I do feel is bad, like but. Adrena Vera combo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she's fully, like, she, all she cares about is her father's validation. That's mm-hmm. it. And everyone is a threat to that for yep. her. And she's, she's like a weird little Victorian doll. Yep. It's real Ugh. creepy. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I never finished reading this. But oh. Strange turns horrifying <laughs> when Lily dies suddenly and mysteriously. And Jason has a twisted plan. They shouldn't have said that part because that was such a surprise to me when I read it. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Um, had I not read it. <laughs> I did not read it. Um, but Strange turns horrifying when Lily dies suddenly and mysteriously. And Jason has a twisted plan for comforting his new sister. Now Lida can only hope that family is not forever. Dot, dot, dot. I was truly shocked when it turned out Lily was still alive, though. Me too. Actually, I was kind of hoping she was dead. I did not see that coming. It, I, I was like glad for Lyda because I liked Lyda and I wanted the best for Lyda. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like a bit of a cop out. Yes. So yes, I was happy f- it, exactly where I was like, oh, Lyda, my friend. I don't want you to be literally alone in this world. Yeah. But also narratively, I was like, hmm. It would have been because like it was the stronger choices that she was, in fact, dead. Yes, because how cruel, I mean, in a good way, would it have been to have Lida? There is that moment when she's like, you know what? I'm sure my sister's alive. I'm sure. And then she still isn't. And then she's. Yeah. And then she still isn't like that is really beautiful and sad. But like um, not the case. She is correct that her sister is alive. Yeah. Um, But uh Okay, let's let's go through because this book is it seems longer. Like if you look, it says like two fifty one pages. Um, it is like the margins are gigantic. Like this is like a ninth a grade essay, two fifty one pages. Solid like two hour, mm-hmm. maybe two and a half hour read, which isn't bad. No, no. Let's go through and talk about you know like let's go through chrono- chronologically what happens in this story. Because it is such a wild ride. I really liked this one. It was maybe it's just because it was like refreshingly different, but like not boring and not like a super easy read um, and pulpy, which I like pulp a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so Lida, she's she and her sister, their parents are dead, but they've been living off of this trust fund that their parents left them. And it's pretty much just her and her sister, Lily. Uh, Lily's older, she's like 27 or 28, I think. Um, and so she's kind of acted like as a mother to, uh, Lida. Um, so Lida's in like boarding prep school or whatever. And she gets this letter from Lily and it's like, guess what? I'm married. And I also, you know what though? I loved Lily as a character. I really I did loved too. her. That was, that was another reason I was glad she was alive is because yeah. I just genuinely liked Lily. Like personally. Yes. <laughs> we were happy she was alive. I wanted her in this world again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because here's the thing, Lily, the way she's lived her life is she's like, basically she's like, look, 
I don't have time to slow down. I need to A, B, O, globetrotting model. B, <laughs> fuck all these different guys. C, not get tied down. D, like go shopping and wear the best fashions and live a luxurious lifestyle because yes, my parents are dead, so I might as well cash in on that trust fund. Like I was like very into Lily. Yeah. Um, I really liked her. And it and then I I felt like it was such a uh beautiful contrast of like how strong and like irreverent and fun she was to how like weird she's acting when Lida yeah. goes there. Yep. Cause it's like and the stark contrast between how Lida describes her other relationships and how she is around Jason. Yes. She's much more submissive. She's much more tolerant of his bullshit. Mm-hmm. She's not the one with the power. Not at all. Because he's like literally trapped her in this weird compound of his. Yes. Um. So L- Lida is like, damn, this is weird. So she's married all of a sudden. Like, I didn't even get invited to the wedding. Like, what the fuck is that? Um, And then next thing she knows, the principal's like, or the dean of students is like, can you come to my office? Um, We're granting- Dean Bethany. Dean Bethany? Is that what her name yep. was? Which like, in my head, I was like, I am going to decide that her last name is Bethany. Yeah. No, there's <laughs> no way. I can't. Dean that's Bethany. like being like, but Dean Heather. I know. I know. <laughs> I Dean hope her Brittany. last name is Bethany too. <laughs> yeah. Dean Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, Dean's like, listen, you're a great student. So we're going to um, approve your brother-in-law's request to take you out of school for a week. And she's like, whomst? Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, Jason, Ducat, obviously. <laughs> so she has to like fly. Like they're it's also a con- like, you're welcome, but it's only because you're such a good student. And she's like, I did not ask for this. No. I do not like this at all. No, she's like already, she's like, mm, this seems kind of whack. Um, but she goes and she's like, okay, well, at least I'm flying first class. But then she has to take this weird puddle jumper to... Uh, the compound, I guess. And it's like super far north, like on the Canadian border in the wood, deep woods, super snowy, super cold, like completely isolated place. And she gets picked up by this like creepy bodyguard guy that like doesn't talk. And he takes her in and she sees Lily and Lily's like, oh my God, I'm so glad you came. Um, And from the get go, she's like, look, there's, my new husband, Jason. And also at this point, were you clear on how old exactly Jason was? Because I was not. I still don't feel clear on it. <laughs> <laughs> to because, this day, to I this tell day, you. <laughs> it's a mystery, unsolved mystery. How old is mm-hmm, Jason Ducat? Mm-hmm. Well, because I, so I was like, maybe he's like 34. He's got to be 40s minimum. Yeah. No, right? he's way older. Yeah. Yep. And I learned this because, so he, so at first I was like, maybe he's like 34 and he's also being very weird. He comes, he's like deeply staring at Lida from the second she walks in and he's like, you're so beautiful. You're, it's as if he married Lily for Lida. Yes. It's really weird. And instantly Lida's like, I hate the way he's looking at me. This is so Mm -hmm. inappropriate. Why is he staring at me? I do not want to take his arm, but like, I guess I will. Um, and he's like, okay, why don't you get changed and then you can meet everyone? And Lily's like, yes, everyone. And Lida's like, 
Everyone question mark? Everyone. Yes, everyone. (laughs) She's like, you're in a new family now, Duck. Oh, yeah. And she keeps calling her Duck. I liked liked the nickname. Me too. Okay. When John tried to insinuate himself into the nickname, I was like, get away. Stop. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. Duck is fine. (laughs) We don't need you here. Yeah, like honestly, I like even though like John is is described as like handsome and he does like come to her rescue along with Lily ugh, and help he, and stuff. I was like, I don't need you. No, I didn't need John at all. He seems like mostly useless. Like he gets completely useless. He completely bungles her escape. Yeah, entirely his fault. He did he he made no plan. None. He was come just on. like, I guess I'll rescue you. He didn't. And then like, instantly gets linebackered. Stitcher first or whatever. His name <laughs> oh yeah, Stitcher. Stincher? Stinch? Stinch. Stinch? I think it's Stinch. Yeah. Yeah, he gets clotheslined by Stinch. So it is now. Instantly, yeah. (laughs) And we can call him, what, like Stromboli or something. Yeah, the great Stromboli. The great Stromboli. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, there was no chemistry between them really at all. I I just didn't need him. He was just, he he just got in the way. He, like, needed to be in a V.C. Andrews book, but not this one. Right. Because also... Lida is so independent that it was like, I didn't even yeah. want that for her. No, he was a hindrance. And, like, you guys know us. We're all about a fucking <laughs> brooding, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. handsome... And that's what he was. ...love interest. Also, but another just thing... in this book, I was like, don't need... No. And another thing that like makes me laugh a lot that happened in this book a lot with him. So I guess there he had some value was he would like have this look of hatred on his face <laughs> anytime Jason talked mm-hmm. and Lida would be like, wow, I guess he hates me. <laughs> yeah, I, was I was like, like, who do you think he's looking at right now? You yeah, He's literally looking at his dad. Like, what are you talking about? Like his dad said something completely repulsive. He made a face and you were like, wow, he hates me. Lida. He made her stupider. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, he made her worse. That's the only moment where I'm like, you're completely misreading. (laughs) Yes. Everyone else. Yes. He was the only person that she was misreading because she was like, I guess, you know, there's nothing. I I can't make everyone like me. Stepbrother. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, girl, please. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, you're, you're so wrong. You've never been. I guess a broken clock is wrong twice a day. Um, uh, or a correct clock. correct clock is, bro- is, is bro- broke wrong a correct clock um a working clock a working clock can is, sometimes um, can sometimes be get slow well they do get slow mm-hmm. yeah so yeah yeah sometimes they get even slow. working clocks can get slow there yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> nailed it <laughs> but yeah she so he makes her stupider he's I just didn't need him at all. Mm-mm. Like when he's just like floundering around outside of the door when she's locked in the tower, I was like, go away. I'm like, like borderline, she's... like even considering not believing her. Oh my God. When he's like, I, I like, know my father. I was like, or maybe she was just misreading him again. And he's, he she... was just like behind the door going, oh man, what do I do? What do yeah. I do? No, I think that's what it is. She was totally misreading him. Like they just don't have any chemistry to the point where like they cannot understand each other. Yeah. So I think they should not be together. They absolutely not. Because like he was already in cahoots with Lily by that point and knew that she was missing. So, I know. Yeah, Lida was definitely misreading that. For sure. But like, because that's what he was defense, saying. He was saying she'd been captive for 87 days and was very hungry. And thirsty. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was and being, being like kept on abused. 
kept on a restricted calories diet so that she was like losing weight and and weaker. Yeah. Um and and like being forced to like oh god, the different journals that he made her keep. Like I just felt like it was so specific, which was good. Like the journal of like confessions and then the notebook of letters that he made her write, which we'll get to. Um so Okay, so Lida's there and it's all very creepy and weird. And so she goes and like she's getting changed in her room and she takes a bath. And but she also notices there's no locks on the doors and she's like, that's fucked. So then she shows up for dinner and it's very weird and very quiet. Or no, no, no. She goes downstairs and Jason and Lily are like, meet Jason's children. And I was like, wait, how old is Jason then? Because his son is like two years older than Lil Lida, which but it isn't technically it's his not son. technically his son, but then his daughter is 15. So he's older. I don't think he was getting pregnant at 15, is what I'm saying. Yeah. He was, you yeah. know, he's like 47. Yep, that seems right. You know what? He's like tiny grandpa age. Yes. And also, like, very tiny grandpa ish. He's so tiny grandpa ish. Oh my tiny grandpa. God. He's tiny grandpa. Okay, so he's tiny grandpa. That like makes everything lock into place so much better. Like I understand the book now. <laughs> <laughs> so he's tiny grandpa. Um, she gets introduced to, there's a girl who's like dressed like a fucking like dark academia mannequin. And um, that's Victoire. And then she meets John, who like we said before, is mostly useless. She cannot read him at all. He's in college or yeah he's at college right i guess he yeah he is he's home from break he's a few years he's drinking oh right he's drinking whiskey he's like swirling it in a little i thought she was in college at the beginning of the book i was a little confused i did too and i like that that she fucking partied you know Mm -hmm. because she was talking about she was like oh man i remember one time i got so fucking wasted i'm never doing that shit again like she she, she's very like normal yeah but has a good head on her shoulders Yes. Um, and then this part too, where they're like, Jason's like asking her all these like testing questions. He's like, do you like champagne? And Light is like, oh yeah, we love. And then she gets cut off by Victoire being like, daddy thinks that champagne is for babies. And <laughs> and he, and Jason's like, yes, and celebrations. I suppose it's a moment for celebration. And then he makes the like, oh, he makes Rebecca go get it. You know who Rebecca is? Pre-Lida. Rebe- Huh? Pre-Lida. Pre-Lida. I'm oh, saying I, like he, like Rebecca was Jason's like willing yeah. Lida before he met Lily. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that she is really like was giving me the vibes of our um, elderly old woman in her eight, in her late 30s <laughs> in her late from 30. our story. Or her, or her 30s period. Yeah. 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 That's what the vibe I was getting from her. Yes. Because she was like dressed like a Victorian servant and like hair back in like a strict bun. But she, she was like 30. She's like definitely the like maid from Rebecca, but her name is Rebecca and she is young. <laughs> and she's young. Yes, 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 yes. Or yes. she's like, you'll never, you'll never like match up to Rebecca. Oh my God. His Have you watched The Gilded wife. Age? I did. Yeah. Okay, you know that maid that like is so bad at like trying to cause She's trouble. She's so annoying. <laughs> She's 
that so, character is like nothing. What is the point of her? She doesn't so cause bad any do- dr- good drama. No. And then she gets kicked out. <laughs> yeah. Like the fact that she's like so bad at A, seducing the capitalism daddy, but then B, like. Show, oh, she's so. The, the, <laughs> the degree to which she fails to seduce. It's so embarrassing. Deeply embarrassing. Can you imagine? Okay. You're a bitchy maid. And you're like, she, she's you're, like so sure it's gonna. She's work. so sure. She's like, so I know. Cocky. Can you imagine? And here's she's not even embarrassed by it, which makes it even more embarrassing. Because like, if I were to strip down nude, go into my employer's bed, lay in the bed by candlelight, mm-hmm. and be like, just wait, wait for him to come back I, and be like, hours. Mm, this she's waiting hours, <laughs> and he comes back and he's like, what the fuck. <laughs> And you double down and you're like, like, I love my wife. I want nothing more than my wife. Yeah. And then she just doubles down. And he's like, I am repulsed by you. Get out of here. And she's like, "Mm." (laughs) the only reason I'm not firing you is because my wife, you you are helping my wife attain her goals. Yes. And then like, like she's just so. and, And then when she tries to like stir shit up downstairs and it also doesn't work. Like she's like, mm, it seems like the lady da, 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 like isn't as important as the you know my old boss. Uh-huh. And everyone's and like, everyone is like, who gives a shit? Get over it. Why yeah, are you like, still why are you there like then? this? Yeah. Then leave. And she's like, she died. <laughs> and then her being like, like when she's like trying to like stir up trouble with the 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 guy that lives across the way. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, Christine Baranski's son, yeah, and being like Van Ryan, yeah, Mr. Van Ryan, when she's like, oh, like I'm gonna feed him all this gossip, and also I'm gonna, you know, make him be seen in public with me, a woman with my hand on his chest, and da 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 da, and then it just ends up in her getting fired. I'm like, dude, you're so bad at this. You're so bad, and and like truly, like you didn't make any kind of deal with him beyond money. Like there was nothing in it for you. You were just like, I just want to help this gay man (laughs) marry this. I know, seventeen year old. I guess she sees it as like how I'm gonna fuck up this family, and it's like they're all gonna be fine if that happens. They'll be fine. They won't be happy. Like she'll okay. The lady of the house marriage, but like you are not gonna ruin Mrs. Russell's plans. (laughs) Because also, like, her her being like, oh, this is going to, like, really stick it to Mrs. Russell? Like, what are you talking about? Also, why are you this pissed at Mrs. Russell? Like, she did nothing to you. She did nothing to you. Like, sure, she's a little, like, bitchy to you, but everyone's bitchy to their maids in this show. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, it's... it's normal. Like, so she's just... But that's the vibe I was getting from Rebecca of just, like, being so angry and, like... In this case, I guess she's a little more successful because she does fuck the master of the house. But, mm-hmm. like, still, it doesn't work. Because she does get murdered. Um, which is not good. Um, you know, she doesn't deserve to die. But she is very no. bad at, like... And she does, like, she tries to warn her at the last second and get out of there. Oh, that's true. That's she's like, trust she no one. Is. Trust no one. And then, blurp, she's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's Rebecca, who's like, I guess the nanny slash governess of Victoire. Yes. <laughs> okay. And also fucking Jason. Um, and then 
they have their oh so then after they meet they're like let's go to dinner in the informal dining room because like there's not very many of us because there's so many rooms in this giant giant house um and at the dinner i was laughing so hard at this dinner because people would just be having what i thought was a very stilted and repressed conversation and literally anytime anyone other than jason talked it would be like long pause and then like victoire would be like like does it snow where you live or something like you know completely Mm -hmm. nothing and rebecca would be like your father does not like to be interrupted and i was like interrupted he wasn't fucking talking so that vibe was so funny to me and then instantly lida's like this is fucked like she she knows yeah instantly it's very clear yeah um but r.i.p rebecca she does die Mm -hmm. she doesn't deserve it no 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 she was she was trying to redeem herself yeah and like that comes i mean there's like there the dog disappeared oh you you mentioned this so basically um they're like the whole family they're all like definitely white supremacists they're all like mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like do you like to hunt and light is like no <laughs> and they're like come shoot skate with us and so she does yeah, it's waspy as hell up in this place <laughs> yes and she does unwillingly she doesn't really want to do it and lily is like hell no i'm not gonna fucking go yeah absolutely not <laughs> although lily's like but the outfits are fantastic um but she loves animals like she won't even take fur modeling gigs like Lily, you know, she she she's not she she's full of spunk and heart. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. Lily is good. We like Lily. We like Lily. Um, but so they they shoot ski. And this is the moment that you mentioned that I also was like, well, R.I.P. this man, because like because mm-hmm. I, I do not care for him to be made a love interest at all now. <laughs> No, horrible. And we know, we know, we know it's problematic, right? Even if he weren't. Uh, like, I didn't even want it, the problematic aspect of it. Like, no. Sometimes it's like, you know, you want the kind of gross relationship because it's fiction. and Exactly. Because it's but fiction. Like, even that I was like, Mm-mm, no, nope. in no world, in no world. He was so disgusting. You're dead to me. Yep. I was like, <laughs> no way. No fucking way. Um, he, uh, so, so everyone's shooting skeet. They're all very good at it. Um, and then, uh, Lida is given a gun to shoot and she doesn't really want to. And then fucking Jason like does that thing where he goes behind her and helps her aim. And he's like controlling really up on her. It's gross. He's like whispering and breathing in her ear and shit. And then, and she's like repulsed. She's like, I'm going to barf on him. Uh, and then they shoot the ski. He's like, pull. And then he's aiming, aiming. And then at the last minute, he like juts her to the side and shoots like with his finger over her finger on the trigger. And it hits a little pigeon, mm-hmm. a little pidgey. And then it's still, it's not dead. It's like f- about to die, but it's not dead yet. Yep. They just injured it. And he's like, well, you have to finish the job. And John is like, I'll do it. And he's like, no, it is killing. So blah, blah, blah. Ew. Also, what did he mean about like, we didn't get to blood her? I don't, I don't know what a, a blooding, a blooding is. Okay. Blooding, fox hunting, blooding. What is that? One of the notable was the act of blooding 
very old ceremony in which the master or huntsman would smear the blood of the fox or coyote onto the cheeks or forehead of a newly initiated hunt follower, often a young child. <sighs> okay. So that's what he wanted to do. But the pigeon, that's not enough blood. Pigeons are small. Um, it's enough blood to smear on your face. I guess, yeah. I guess, yeah. What they're like the size of a water balloon, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Water balloon size. Yeah. That's enough yeah. blood. <laughs> For, for just some face makeup yeah 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 that's like a little goes a long way mm -hmm. you know yeah um so i'm not recalling so that's so that's when lida is also like so john goes up with her and just like basically does it for her does the same thing like guides her hand he's the one who pulls the trigger to put the thing out of its misery is like oh yeah and I he's like him. you don't he have sucks. to look don't look yeah yeah it's kinder this way there's nothing you could do. It's not your fault. And then they go back to the house. She's like fucking horrified. Lily's horrified. Lily has the power for the rest of the evening because Jason fucked up. Oh, yeah. He does that weird apology thing, but it's not even really an apology. Yeah. Ew. And then when she's he's like, do you forgive me? And she's like, I don't have a choice. And he goes, apology accepted then. I was like, go to hell. Yep. But then like she and she and Lida just talk the rest of the evening. She's. Lily is protecting Lida from having to interact with anyone for the rest of the night and Lida goes home the mm -hmm. next day. Oh, also worth noting is that the first night, usually Lily would like stay up with Lida and they'd like gossip all night. So mm -hmm. Lida, when she gets to her room, she's like, oh, are we going to do that? And Lily's like, no, you're like an adult now. And like, that's not how it's going to work anymore. And she's like, this is weird. Well, it's not, she doesn't say you're an adult now. She just says, she's, She's like, now that I'm married, it's a married oh, thing. Oh, she says. right. It's a married thing. And then Lida's like, really? Because that, that doesn't seem... That's what marriage is? Like, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then she goes back to school. And I'm like, I don't know how she's going to go back. I did because I read the back of the book. So I knew that Lily I didn't know. Die. I mean, I knew, I guess, once, <laughs> once they were like, there's a message from Jason. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, you knew that like something was up because Lily was sending weird. Oh yes, the weird emails on like emails that didn't sound like like her. And then the gift. I mean, you the knew the instant the swan gift came that something yeah. was inside of it, right? I didn't, but I knew. Well, I guess I did. I just didn't know what. I didn't know. I what just the knew fuck there was something be. more to the swan, and I like could not figure out what it was going to be. I thought there was going to be like a gun inside of it. <laughs> She was like, inside the swan is something, something, something. So I was like, oh, well, something's in there. But what? I guess something to kill Jason with? But it was not what I expected. <laughs> no, it was just a note saying like. With matches. Mm -hmm, saying, I made a mistake. I made a really big mistake. He's trying to kill me. I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which Lida doesn't realize until she's been trapped in the tower for like six months at least. Dude, it's fucked. She's in there a really long time. A really long time. So like the it's fucking scary. So she so basically she uh L Lily but anyway, yeah, Lily disappears on a camping trip. They think she died rock she, climbing. They think she fell rock climbing. Yeah. And um Light is like Lily does not go rock climbing. Yeah. You fucking killed her. <laughs> She's hysterical and then thinks that she just has to go back to Northwind for a few days the memorial jason says you're going back to school after this 
but he's also like, by the way, you're my daughter now. I legally adopted you. <laughs> like, Ew, yeah. I'm your legal guardian. I drew up the paperwork before Lily And died. he like debuts her at, at really the memorial service. I was like, ew. He's really awful. And the memorial service, of course. It's so is- much worse. Sorry to interrupt. It's just oh. so much worse that he wants to make her his daughter first. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't yep. just want her to be captive. He wants her to be his captive daughter mm-hmm. and call him father all the time. And you know that like he's going to then, if things go correctly, according to him, like marry her. Yeah. But like it's so like that's all he can see women as is like literally a daughter or a wife. It's so fucked. It's so disgusting. Um, but also, like, at the memorial service, so, like, L- Lida's like, oh, there's going to be, like, all of our friends there. And it's no, it's just, like, his fucking, yeah, and like, like, business oh, where is the memorial service? And he's like, here. And she's like, I guess not. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm seeing no one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there were, like, they're all, like, fucking stonemasons or whatever. They're the people from yeah. his, like, weird... <laughs> Life. They're all other people who have captive daughters and towers. Yes. Yes. And they're like weird, probably weird society of people who do that. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you seen, did we talk about this yet? Have you seen Fresh? No. Oh my God. What's it's so fresh? good. It's, um, I'm not going to give anything away because it's like, um, there's like twists and turns and stuff. Um, it's great. It's a horror movie. Uh, it has uh, Sebastian Stan is in it, mm-hmm. and he's really quite good, really really good in it. Um, cool. But basically, like this girl meets this guy in a supermarket. He's very very charming, and he is like, like they start dating, and then very quickly he's like, let's go on a trip to, um, to like my cabin in the woods. And she's like, okay. And he's like, it'll be so fun. There's no reception there. <laughs> and then they go. And then things happen. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty brutal of a sh- mo- movie, but it's good. I think it's on Hulu. Um, but this just, that just reminded me of it, of like a weird society of people that live a certain kind of fucked up lifestyle. Um, it's great. I really recommend it. Cool. Also, uh, no, I won't, I won't, I won't. I won't spoil. <laughs> I won't spoil anything. It's it's great. He's very very good in it. Very very good. Cool. Um. Anyway, uh. So they have the memorial service, and she's like on on and off sedatives this entire trip. Oh, and then he's like, uh, I don't think she is. I think she. Well, she for sure is on sedatives when she gets there. Yeah. Well, when she gets the news. Well, and then she like kind of comes to there because she doesn't even really remember. Like she takes a bunch of sedatives right when she gets the news, mm-hmm. and then um, she I does think it's take more some just like a fog of grief. I don't think she's well. I remember seeing that she okay. like takes sedatives just right right when she gets there. I don't know if she's on them at the memorial service, but she okay. does like take them again so that way she doesn't feel the grief. I remember her like gotcha feeling grief and then being like, "I'm gonna take some more," and then but it's only like a sentence. Um, but then she's not on sedatives at this point, and he's like, "Well, here's some tea," <laughs> which already I was like, so "Girl, don't he's, that. well." He like wakes her up super early to go oh, back yeah. to school, and then uh. gives her a mug of what he says is tea. She <laughs> takes it in the car with them, is sipping on it, and is like, uh, "I feel weird, <laughs> and am really tired." 
Mm-hmm. And she's like trying to like walk, but she can't really. And then so he drags her to where we didn't mention this before, but she saw a tower earlier in the book and was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is that tower? So there he's he's he locking her up. Literally in a tower. locks her in a tower. It's mm-hmm. fucking insane. And I love how I mean, I don't love it for her, but I love yes. the story <laughs> the book. How like fucking traumatized and deranged she becomes because mm-hmm. she starts like talking to the swan she's like like literally starving to death at one point mm-hmm. dying of thirst at one point but he like will give her just enough to not die but withholds when she's not following his orders because like after a few days he finally comes and like makes it clear what his plan is which is that he is going to just fucking psychologically break her Mm-hmm. By making her fill out this book of obedience where oh, she's supposed to write all of her sins and beg his forgiveness. And then after she's been doing that for a while, he starts her on this book of letters where she is supposed to write letters to him, thanking him for everything he does for her. So disgusting. It's really awful. And he has like the day to day, like delivering of food and like withholding of food and stuff. He has Victoire do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like such a. So fucked. That yeah, she's it, just like, yeah, this is normal and you deserve this. Yeah. And it creates like a world of like, quote, normalcy of like, this is what should be like creating like he's like filling out the world with his rules mm-hmm. and it's working because Victoire fucking. But I did love that the entire time Lida's like, OK, I mean, I don't know what the fuck am I going to write? Uh, yeah, sure. I guess I. I'll say that I feel sorry about this shit. Like, I don't know. I She does like, exactly what we say people sh- should do, which yes. is like, fake it till you make it. Well, she does. Out of there. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, I love this. The second, like, she knows she's truly fucked, that she mm-hmm. just stops playing along altogether. Oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, I, I didn't mean part. fucking any of this shit. You're a fucking creepy little tool, Victoire, and fuck you, and fuck him, and fuck this. Yes. I loved that. Mm-hmm. And I loved, too, just how fucking, like, exhausted and how much she doesn't care when she says that shit, too. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Victoire's like, ha-ha, you'll be punished yet again. And she's like, you think I fucking care, Victoire? She's like, this is fucked up. Do you not see that? Whatever. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. She's like, get I'm out. Take the you. trash with you, I bitch. I was only, I was fucking <laughs> playing along, you idiot. <laughs> oh, and then just, like, the little things she was trying to do, like, she was like, using a rock to like pick at the window, not to like try and escape out of it, but to like create a breeze. So that way she could like smell and feel the air outside. I was like, damn, yeah, Lida, that's that sad. extra connection with the outside world. And the titular tw- swans in the mist, mm-hmm. she's watching these swans in the pond below and that gives her joy. And, and she babies. watches them, what? In their babies. Yeah. And she watches the babies get like picked off kind of one by one, which is sad. Um, Just and one. And then this, I think there used to be seven and then there were six and then there were five. I don't think so. I think it was just one. So just six and then five. I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Same ultimate point though, which is that and, like one, one gets taken. She doesn't know how, if it was like a predator or something. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't want to tell them that I like watching the swans because they might take that away from me. Mm-hmm. So she's careful never to be by the window when they come in. Yeah, because then they would put it together. Might block her from looking at the outside world. Yeah. 
Um, and then eventually she figures out there's something in the swan. And I like the way she figured it out is because she, like, all of a sudden she was like, wait, it still smells like Lily. Mm-hmm. And then when she squeezes it, she smells it even more. And she's like, am I fucking hallucinating? And then she squeezes it so hard that she feels that there's something inside of the swan. Finds the seams where Lily had sewn it back up. Mm-hmm. And finds the letter saying that, like, she plans on getting out of there. And then there's, like, a pack of matches for her to burn the note when she finds it. Mm-hmm. And Lida's assumption that Li- Lily made it, I was like, well, I wouldn't assume that personally. No, but <laughs> no me neither. that you somehow know. <laughs> and also, even in that moment, I was like, it's going to be sad when you find out the truth. I did not think she was still alive. Me neither. Um, but then she was so sure of it that I was like, I guess she is. I guess the book is telling me she is still alive. <laughs> but I think that she never should have assumed that because then it made it so much less shocking when she was actually alive and there yeah. at the wedding to save yeah. the day. <laughs> to save this new girl. Because mm-hmm. the reason Jason stops coming at a certain point is because he's found a new wife to marry. Yep. And... I just felt like that was so like that Victoire. was so the end of Flowers in the Attic. <laughs> yeah. And how Victoire comes up and she's like, you know, he doesn't care about you anymore. You're he found someone anymore. new. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved that Lida was like, you think I fucking care? Yeah. You're the, off. You're the fucking sick bitch who's tr- Yeah. Who thinks that his attention is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but so she's like, okay, I got to use these matches. How, 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 the door. I was worried about her with that plan. I was too, but it was clearly the only option. It was the only option. It was like smart, but dangerous because mm-hmm. like it's a stone tower, but a wooden door. Mm-hmm. And so she lights the mattress on fire because John had also been sneaking her like candles and matches. Yeah, it was the so only she thing wouldn't have to be did. in the dark. And so she lights the mattress on fire, leans it up against the wooden door until it finally is able to burn by itself, mm-hmm. pulls the mattress away, punches out all the windows with socks on her fists. <laughs> oh, then, she dunks her clothes in water. Mm-hmm. So that way she doesn't burn. She does burn her hands, though. She can't help ouch, that. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Pushing the door in. Mm-hmm. You're out, I guess. And then makes it to the wedding. And just as she's about to, like, they're like, if anybody has any objections, she's just about to say something and boom, Lily's there. She's mm-hmm. like, I object. He's still married to me. And I was like, damn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, damn, she's alive. <laughs> I guess she is alive. Mm-hmm. But see, I was kind of expecting it because the, the way that Lida was so sure. Yeah, she was so sure. Made me think, I guess that is what the book is telling me is that she's alive. Yeah. And yep. And she I was. think that was a mistake. I think that was a narrative mistake. Yeah. Shouldn't have given me that hope. Yeah. And then there's like the <laughs> the very typical. And now we catch up on everything in the hospital. <laughs> oh, I know. A hospital epilogue. <laughs> yep. And everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Except it does acknowledge that she is like forever changed. <laughs> yes. And traumatized. But she's like strong enough. She's going to make it. She is going to make it. Uh, and. Oh, what is it that they scream that she screams at him as he's being taken away by the police? She screams at him like what he said to her. The Yeah. You broke the rules and now you're gonna be punished. Yes, I loved that. Yeah. I was like, yay. Yep. Yep. I liked um, it. 
I good. liked it. I liked this one. I say read it. I also say read it. Very fun. Very pulpy. Mm-hmm. Gothic as hell. Gothic as all hell, dude. Um. Okay. Well, read it. Enjoy it. We loved it. Mm-hmm. Thank Thanks. you so much, everybody. Yep. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you all. If you would like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash teencreeps. Got a lot of extra content there for people who donate. And a uh, special thank you to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. Adam Howitz. Amanda Kay. Amanda Nangle. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Brian Petty II. Caitlin L. Carrie Ham. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny B. Drew Warranis. Emma. Emma M. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gianna Fernandez. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Jason H. Jeremy Cronk. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicic. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable. Sersha Descaro. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Katie Lilly. Katie Olsner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Carrie N. Cody X. Siegel. Landry Desmond. Larry Nguyen. Laura Hooper. Mary N. Megan Lozier. Melody. Micah Eunice. Miguel Camacho. Miranda Hester. Molly G. Molly Marks. Noah Spargo. Rachel Bessert. Randy Clett. Rebecca Goss. Rogue Kalahua. Sarah Wallen. Sasha Gibson. Sylvie T. Tristan Buckner. Victoria Beck. Victoria Gray. And Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Edwin hopped out of bed when we started reading these names. Like he knows that this is the end of the episode. <laughs> he and must that know. I will take oh him my out gosh. after this. That's so funny. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> they really do hear us. Oh, so cute. Thank you again, everyone. I guess we can say what we're reading next time. We got our buffer back for sure. Got the buffer back for sure, yeah. Yeah. We're reading. Secrets of the Shopping Mall by Richard Peck. This was requested a long ass time. Really? Ago. Yes, by a listener. So apologies to apologies to everyone who makes requests because we uh, we sure take our sweet time getting to them. Yeah, it is what it is. But we do appreciate you. Um, yeah. So we'll catch you then. In the meantime, keep it creepy. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.